He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome, everybody, to the Anthony Irwin Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, so I just finished watching Lakers-Knicks. I just finished recording a pressure cooker or, or, or live streaming a pressure cooker. Nice of Aaron Larsoul to drop by there. All of those recordings, by the way, all of those, the you know, they're all on YouTube, on the Silver Screen and Roll YouTube page. So if you want to check out, you know, some of the funnier moments, if you watch that game and you know immediately know <laughs> what exactly I am reacting to, it makes it kind of fun. Uh, to do that. And then, you know, in some of these where I have a guest on, we have a nice little conversation. Uh, if it's a blowout for the last few minutes of a blowout or uh, you know, after the game is over, because I just enjoy talking Lakers, uh, we we usually have a nice little kind of 10 minute conversation there as well. So all of those are all on YouTube, on the Silver Screen and Roll YouTube page. So just search you, uh, YouTube, search Silver Screen and Roll, and you're going to find them right there. Um, so the Lakers lose. Uh, they made a charge back after being down at one point 20 plus. And, uh, you know, they lose 106 to 100. Russ played one of his better games so far as a Laker. Uh, Malik Monk, I thought, came in and immediately changed the game. Those are the two kind of positive story, stories coming away from this one. Some of the negatives, right? Anthony Davis was sick, as was reported. Uh, as the Lakers even said before the Lakers uh, before the, the the game, he was feeling uh, flu-like symptoms and was questionable right up until the tip. He winds up trying to give it a go, and you know looked clearly not a hundred percent. Though he finished thirty-four minutes, twenty points, six boards. Uh, he was a plus eight on the night, though I think that had a lot to do with how bad guys like Dwight and DeAndre Jordan were, um, and and. You know, I, I the other guy who who has no real excuse other than his own youth uh, for playing as poorly as he did. Taylor Horton Tucker, twenty nine minutes, o of eight from the field, o of two from three point range. Didn't shoot a free throw, which, uh, given how much when he's playing at his best, he is normally attacking. Uh, that's kind of a bummer to see. Avery Bradley snapped his free throw, uh, you know, his free throwless streak. He goes two of two from the from the field tonight. Uh, but but yeah, just getting back to Talon, uh, zero points, four assists, uh, two turnovers, a couple boards, a steal, and a block, but uh, was clearly the worst Laker on the court, I thought, tonight. Minus 18 overall, which, as you guys know, when it comes to plus minus, I think there's a lot of noise in there. But usually, if you're, the, you're far and away, either the best or the worst player when it comes to uh, plus minus, it usually says something about the game, and it usually matches up with uh, the eye test. And in this case, now, unfortunately for a couple games now, Tan Horton Tucker has, has really supremely struggled. So they got to get him back to playing the way that he was when he first rejoined the Lakers. Uh, beyond that, look, the Lakers played this one without LeBron because of the suspension. Anthony Davis was sick. The Knicks kind of desperately need at this point every win that they can get because of the way that their season has gone. So, you know, fighting back and getting back into the game is not nothing. 
That said, if you are going to do all that fighting to get back into it, you may as well win while you're there, right? Like, it, it's it's like washing a car. Like, if you're going to pull out everything, if you're going to get the hose ready, you're going to get all the soap, you got to get the towels out there and all that. Like, if you're going to wash your car, you may as well do it as well as you can and actually get the job done and not just smudge a bunch of water, muddy water all over your car and make it look worse. Like, you may as well win the damn game, and unfortunately the Lakers you know, either didn't have legs because of how hard it is to push back from down 20-plus, uh, or or just because, you know, executing down the stretch of games when you don't have LeBron is, is, is not easy either if you're used to having LeBron. But the Lakers aren't able to, to actually get the job done, and, and they, they wind up losing to New York. Uh, one, again, 106 to 100. Another little thing that I'm going to be looking for moving forward here are these lineups to start these games. The Lakers started this one down. Look, like, you, you, if you were watching live, it felt like they threw the ball up at center court. The guys went into the, to, <laughs> into the tip-off, and just like that, before the ball landed on the ground from the tip-off, uh, the Knicks were up 10 points. It was a quick 10-0 run, just like that. Frank Vogel calls timeout. And and again, a starting lineup that features both Avery Bradley and DeAndre Jordan is just, it's not the answer here. And, you know, Frank is going to point to every single excuse he can make for himself to, to, to not make the adjustment necessary here. But it, it's just... It's it's starting every game with a shotgun slug square to your freaking toe. And it, at some point, they got to make some kind of change here. That's enough of me rambling about this game, though. At the end of the day, with Anthony Davis being sick, with LeBron being out, um, and the, the Lakers playing on the road, there just isn't much to glean from this. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw to a conversation that Harrison and I had, basically anticipating a loss. So not much changes from the conversation that Harrison and I had earlier today. So go ahead and check that out right now. All right, joined now by Harrison Fagan, who is feeling better today than he was yesterday after the booster shot. I'm happy to hear about that. Do you, do you, what superpowers do you have now? Like, well, you know. You know, I started, uh, it's weird. There used to be areas of my house where I could not get like good like Wi-Fi connection or good network. And now it's like, literally i didn't know my phone could say 6g but now it does everywhere that i go it's crazy especially the closer it gets to my body that's wild yeah have you have you had a uh, any spoon stick to your forehead yet or not yet but um one of them did start like kind of jingling you know like magneto was trying to move it when he's oh learning yeah, to yeah. Use his powers like when it bends over like it. in the matrix like yeah you know, so it was like it started kind of like moving and like clattering mm. on the table so i i think that's still coming <laughs> I'm happy to hear that you're feeling better. Oh, I also wanted to let you know. And by the way, today we do have a really fun hypothetical question. Uh, we are recording this before the Lakers uh, lost to the Knicks um, without LeBron James and without Anthony Davis. Uh, we'll see if that winds up being a true statement or not. But uh, I, I also wanted to let you know, Harrison, that I ordered a burrito today and they forgot to put they 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 forgot to put steak in it. And so I essentially ate a vegetarian burrito, and I don't know how you do it. Uh, I mean, you did. Did you get it from Cafe Rio? No, I got well, it. Well, there's from, your problem right there. 
they don't have Cafe Rios out here, I don't think. No, well, uh, well. I think I finally saw Panera the other day. <laughs> Texas <which> was... loss. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, I, you're I just, in charge of this feed. Are we allowed to shout out specific brands that aren't sponsoring us? Just I bleep mean, that. Just no. I mean, like if if they ever eventually do come around and start sponsoring us, I'll just remove this from the feed. Okay. But until then, all of you suck. No. <laughs> I can't uh, wait for us to get like a get an ad buy from like a vegan meal plan, and you have to shout those out. I'm gonna actively like seek that out now. No. Nah. I don't think they have those that have, you know, excess funds to spend. They aren't very successful usually. <laughs> you, sir, are clearly are, are not aware of the way that the world is shifting. <laughs> I will be on the right side of history. Will you? I am I am pro animal murder so that I can eat my food. <laughs> All right, today on the show, uh so like I said a second ago, the Lakers game has not happened yet as we're having this conversation. So some of this might be moot. Some of this might sound uh, like we had great hindsight or, or foresight. Uh, we will not have the benefit of hindsight on, on, on this portion of the show. But I was kind of sitting here thinking today, like what, you know, of, of, the, of the ways that this season could play out. I was curious, like what the most likely scenarios might be. And I'm looking here at the standings. And, you know, fortunately for, for where the Lakers currently stand, the teams that are below them when it comes to, uh, you know, not getting into the playing game, the Oklahoma's, Oklahoma City Thunder, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, New Orleans Pelicans, and Houston Rockets, they're all terrible. They're all really, really bad. Um, at best, OKC is sitting at 6-11, and 11, and they're livid at that the they are that yeah, high like, up I, I would say that they're not going to continue that pace throughout the year, probably. Probably not. Uh, so right now, the Lakers are sitting at 9-9 nine and nine, uh, before the Knicks game in, in a little while. And that puts them basically three and a half up on the team that is outside looking in of the play-in game. Uh, Minnesota is half a game behind them, sitting at eight and nine uh, in a 10 spot. They are right now tied basically with, uh, well, no, not tied. They are, let's see, what is it? Six, you know, <laughs> a game and a half back of, I'm really good at math. Uh, I'm they glad are, you did not prep this at all before coming on air. I, this is what no, I appreciate. No, here's, no, here's you. what, our, all right, no, here's what actually happened. <laughs> The stupid, all right, this is what actually happened here. On ESPN standings, they have the stupid dotted line that goes goes from the six and seven seeds for some reason and not the four and five seed that would be, the that's the separation of home court in the first round or not. Yeah, and the you conversation, know why, Anthony? Because that's the play-in. Yeah, I know, like I know, line. I know, okay. I know. But you could have two... They, you could have two lines. You don't know that. You don't know what their CMS allows them two, to do. It might only allow for one dotted line. 2021, we have enough room for multiple kinds of dotted lines here to signify the different spots and the different things that happen. I'm uh, sure this rant will get the, get the higher-ups over there to change it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> So I was curious, and as we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about for this portion of the show, I was curious, like, what are the different scenarios we could actually play what's likeliest here and i brought one up that got a legit reaction from you a legitimate reaction from you and i'm curious harrison if you think it's likelier that the lakers stay in the play-in game area 
or they jump up high enough to get a, uh, a home court advantage, at least in the first round of the playoffs. So which of those scenarios is more likely to you? Yeah, so initially when you brought this up, I thought that you were going to say play-in game at range, so like, you know, 6 through six through 10 or whatever. No, sorry, 7 through 10. Uh, or, you know, or like non-play-in game, which, you know, 5, 6, uh, or 6 and above, basically. Mm -hmm. And so it's the home court thing that really throws a wrench into it for me because, you know, the only way, obviously, the, the only way that I think that the Lakers are going to stay in play-in range for, you know, the like the rest of the season is like some sort of significant injury to one of the big three, especially LeBron, you know, with the team that has played so far, you know, is mostly a LeBron less team. He's missed more than half their games, like including tonight, he's going to miss against the Knicks due to that suspension. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the metrics on this team, who this team has shown that they are is not who I necessarily think that they will be, if that makes sense. And so, you know, I think that they're going to be out of play and range, but out of play and range all the way up to home court advantage. You know, it, it's an interesting question. I still think that they can get there mainly because, you know, of what I just said, all the context about, you know, the team on the floor has not been the team that the Lakers are hoping to be. And maybe it never gets there. Uh, but I still like there's been no indicators to me that, you know, they can't kind of become more of you know, the fully actualized version of what they were intending for through, you know, better health, through like continuing to adjust schematically, through, you know, rotational adjustments, things like that, as they kind of figure out this group and who they are and their identity, I think that there is a lot of room for improvement on the table remaining. And the other thing is that, you know, if you look at the teams ahead of them, the Lakers, they're in ninth place right now, but they're only one game back of the Dallas Mavericks in fifth. They're only one and a half games back of the Clippers in fourth. The Mavs and Clippers, you know, I would expect to drop off a little bit from where they are. Like, I mean, maybe not the Matt nine and seven is about, you know, where I thought they'd be. The Clippers came out like, you know, flaming hot. And I don't know if that's going to continue. You know, maybe Paul George continues to play like prime Michael Jordan for like, like he was during like the opening couple weeks of the season. But I'm not 100 percent sure that that is going to maintain and continue. And then, you know. The Grizzlies, I don't see any reason the Lakers can't pass them. The Nuggets, with the way that they've played and the injuries they're having, and Michael Porter Jr. may be out the whole season. Yeah. Who knows when they're getting Jamal Murray back. The Portland Trailblazers, at some point, I think are going to blow it up, you know, or, like, deal with some, you know. There's none of these teams in front of them that I don't think that they can leapfrog if they start to get a nice extended run here of health and just kind of figuring out who they are and adjusting to play together. So I am still on the side of home court advantage is mo more likely, which I'm guessing is the opposite of you. But I, you know, I feel less confident than I would have about it if you had asked me like seven games ago or something like that. Yeah, I guess every time we have... They're not even a quarter of the way through the season. That's the other thing. Like there's still so much time for them to make up ground. Yeah, no, I, I and that's fair. Uh, although they aren't, they aren't far from the quarter point yeah, of the yeah. season. You know, it's, it, they're eighteen games in. Two games from yeah. now, there'll be a quarter way. But quarter they're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna have tonight's game against the Knicks, and then they're gonna have tomorrow's game against uh, whoever the it is Pacers. that they, the Pacers, and then they'll be. And then the season starts the then. Season. <laughs> so, so I don't know if I'm gonna go so far as to say like there isn't enough sample size here to figure out who the Lakers are. And that's kind of what concerns me is, you know, we we are far enough into the season and we have seen enough of these guys when everybody is healthy 
to still see some noticeable issues on this roster. Like there are, even when LeBron has played, it's not like the Lakers were beating the crap out of teams when he was around, no. you know, and, and, uh, you know, they, they, they are carrying well, other than, you know, Sunday night when they appeared to literally be ready to do that <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> Look, Russ was ready to go. Shouts to Russ. But, but so like they're, they're currently carrying the second worst, uh, point differential in, uh, of, of Western conference teams that are in the playoff picture right now. Only Memphis is worse than them. Uh, those Clippers that you mentioned a second ago, they are plus 3.7. The Lakers are minus 3.5 in terms of, of, of that number. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, the gap that they would have to jump to get into that next tier is sizable. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, at least based on the way that these teams have played to this point. Um, now I, I will say to your point that getting more of LeBron James is a bigger kind of addition that any of these rosters will get over the course of the season, right? So if the Lakers get a healthy LeBron James, whenever he returns from, from suspension, if he plays in that Indiana game and then he is a healthy LeBron James from here on out the season, then yeah, that is better than any in-season acquisition that any team will make this year, except for maybe Kawhi with the Clippers, right? If, if he comes back, uh, nobody else is really a ceiling raiser or floor raiser, to be completely honest, than, than those two guys. Yeah, even um, a disengaged LeBron raises your floor just because yeah. of who he's replacing. Like right. a bunch although, of minimum <laughs> contracts. Yeah. Although the, the disengaged LeBron that we saw before he punched uh, Isaiah Stewart was 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 pretty bad. Like there Anthony, was... how dare you? He made incidental contact with oh. Isaiah Stewart's facial area. Okay. <laughs> he... And then he did, you know, he did try to get his number to call him and apologize. No word on if he was successful or not at finding Isaiah Stewart's number, but he tried. Okay. So LeBron can tamper with like literally every player in the league, but I just couldn't get his number guys. The funniest part of that report was that he tried to get like, no, no word on whether or not he succeeded at getting yeah. Isaiah Stewart's number, he, but he did try. Okay. Yeah. So why <laughs> are we punishing him here? How, what are we defining as trying? Like, do you think he like went to, like, <laughs> did, was there any contact made with There were like two clutch Pistons clients PR. on the Pistons roster. I guarantee you that LeBron <laughs> could have gotten his number if he wanted to. Some of the reports about LeBron this year have been legitimately laughable, right? Like the one yeah. where, or this wasn't even a report, but LeBron coming out and saying that he he's watched Austin Reeves playing college. <laughs> that killed me. That absolutely murdered me. No, see, I buy it because LeBron just loves Big 12 basketball, okay? <laughs> and he knows who the second leading scorer in the Big 12 was, Anthony. Are you calling LeBron James a liar? All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so, but yeah, I, I guess to get us back on track here a little bit, um, I'm not going to go out and say that they cannot get home court. I'm not going to go that far because I do think, you know, the Lakers oh, are capable of improving. <laughs> that's why I'm not on Fox. Um, that right there. That's why I work for Vox, not Fox. Right. We, the, the, the v I do have to give a little nuance. extra on the V there when I tell people where I work. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. Vox. 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 Like yeah. vehicle. V is in Victor. <laughs> v is in very not racist. And then so um, <laughs> the, 
the the gap though between that tier so i think i think the top three teams in the in the conference golden state phoenix and utah they are there to stay i don't think the lakers are catching any of those teams absolutely yeah and then from there you know i think the clippers are kind of catchable i I think they are they are kind of sort of catchable but i still think it's more likely I think the likeliest scenario here is seeds five or six. I think that's the likeliest scenario here. Agreed. Uh, but I, I think it's more likely that they stay in the seven to 10 range than it is they jump to the one to four range because they have a lot to figure out even when everybody gets healthy. And, and you know, the other thing to keep in mind here is the Lakers have played the easiest schedule in the NBA to this point, both in terms of the amount of rest and travel and caliber of teams that they have played against. And they haven't exactly blown the doors off of anybody that they have played in those kinds of circumstances. That's going to get tougher. The amount of travel is going to get tougher. And, and yes, the Lakers are going to get better. Trevor getting back LeBron, like we talked about, maybe we see Kendrick Nunn. We'll see. Uh, and then, you know, obviously getting us, excuse me, Austin Reeves at some point, and maybe like Kent Bazemore joins the, the land of the living again. Like maybe, maybe we get something. He like remembers how to play basketball or gets like his powers back from the tune squad or whatever. Yeah. Like whatever the hell is going on with him, you know, though, there might be some resolution there. And then look, if the Lakers kind of continue to tread water in this kind of nine or 10 range, uh, I, I have to think that the Lakers will be very much inclined to make some kind of in-season acquisition. Like they are, the Lakers are probably more incentivized than just about anybody to make this season work. And, and that tends to be the driving force that really, you know, gets the season to play out at least in moments that matter the way that you think it's going to go. Yeah. And the only, the only pushback I'll give you on the schedule thing, because a lot of people have noted that. And just from this is the kind of thing that like covering the team, like day in and day out, you really get a feel for and like the exhausting nature of it is yes, they've been on the road less, you know, yes, like strength of schedule in terms of opponent is not the greatest to start the season. We'll see where some of these teams ended up like, right. Like the thunder ended up being a better opponent than, you know, they would have been expected to be going into those games. Um, The other thing though, is that the Lakers have had almost no, uh, like, you know, they've had almost no two days off between game stretches type things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to start to get a few of those as the season goes along. Like, I don't I don't think that they've had two days off between games since like the opening week of the season. Yeah, and I think for we an still older have, team, that's that going to continue healthy, for a little while though. No, no, it's not. They're, they're almost at the end of that stretch. And oh. so they're going to start getting a couple more two ga- days in between games and things like that. And th- that's a small thing compared to opponent strength and that kind of thing. But I do think that it will help, especially a kind of more veteran team like this, to mm-hmm. start to get their legs under them a little bit more and get some more time to rest and, that ca- and you know, get their energy back between games. Yeah, I, I, again, like, I, I think it's a give and take all over the place. Um, I, I think, like, and yes, they're not going to be worse. Like, that's the thing. Barring an injury, they're not going to be worse than they've been so far. They will be better. How much better, you know, I think remains to be seen. No, they're going to be better. Like, they're just, they're going to be more whole. They have more data on what works and what doesn't. They're going to start to I don't think the data out. matters all that much. Like, Frank is very stubbornly pro, like, like he, he will, we've seen how little he really bows to 
that kind of data and those kinds of like adjustments analytics. over the course like, of I mean, regular like, season. In terms of game tape, in terms of watching these things play out, you know, I test uh, just all of the sample size on everything, the mental sample size, the analytical sample size, the tape sample size, all of it is larger. And we've already seen they are starting to figure things out. Like Frank hates zone defense and the Lakers have been playing a fair amount of it, like trying to just find something that guys can do on defense, you know? Yeah. And they're starting to kind of like make some adjustments, I think, that are going to help this team you know i think eventually they're going to start to figure out more that like okay you know you should not have any minutes where there's no lebron no russ and no tht you know all these things again we'll see about the starting lineup and going big and what happens to avery bradley you and jacob had a great discussion about the last part of that yesterday but so that i'm like less confident in changing you know especially mm -hmm. like the dj thing because it seems like frank is kind of for better or worse gonna go out on his shield here you know <laughs> with the dj starting lineup and yeah. you know like I, I like to be big and like, I think there are some things to be, I think sometimes that we don't give them the credit for like, yeah, I mean, if you are getting blasted on the boards, like maybe DJ doesn't, maybe, you know, your inclination is to go bigger, but so I understand that, but also, you know, I don't think that it totally works. And I think the drawbacks outweigh whatever benefits that you're getting yeah. from it. And one game against the Celtics where you got killed on the boards does not change that for me. So we'll see what happens there. But I just think overall, they're going to figure out more and more things that work. Guys, chemistry is going to get better and better. This team is going to be better than they've shown over the last, you know, 17 games or whatever to this point. I think they'll get better. I just think there's, there's, there are a couple fatal flaws on the roster that until they're, addressed in some way shape or form i don't know how much better this team can get you know the, the, the rebounding the rebound really like when lebron is around the rebounding not getting significantly better and the the, the number of times where you're just like even when they when they force a team into a missed shot the number of times that they just can't grab a defensive rebound is pretty insane given some of the type of players on this team Russ is maybe the best rebounding point guard, not named Magic Johnson in the history of the sport. Uh, Anthony Davis is one of the better rebounders and, and is best equipped to be a rebounder uh, than anybody just about in the sport. LeBron is probably the greatest rebounding small slash power forward in the history of the game. Like, it, there's no reason why when those three guys are on the court together, they shouldn't be able to grab a rebound. And yet, here we are. Um, and, and, and so like, I, I think some of that has to do with some of the team wide speed. I think it's, it's a, uh, a commitment thing. You know, they aren't, they aren't, yes. they, they do not care. Very it's a lot much. of old guys that don't want to bend down for the rebound or, or drop down to the floor like that, except for Anthony Davis, who wants to throw himself to the floor every single chance he gets. Watch next time, next time. Well, the Lakers are going to play here in a couple hours, but next time the Lakers play, just watch how often, how many guys just have their hands at their sides. Yeah, well, you know who would have helped with all this, Anthony? But you had to run him out of town. I had to run him out of town? Andre Drummond, you know? <laughs> Statistically, maybe the greatest rebounder in NBA history. You see the vision. Everybody everybody wants to complain about Dre, but then when he's gone and all of a sudden no one can get a rebound, I did, in like, fact. like, oh, man, why can't they rebound anymore? It's like, yeah, I, well, you forgot I, about Dre. I've been trying to forget about Dre, but you refuse to not bring him up. Like you just, he just always. I'm on the just saying the big shot. penguin would have been the answer to a lot of these problems. If you fill the big penguin around, maybe there's no DJ. Yeah. See that, like if I'm thinking about animals that should be able to rebound, penguins have like the least, <laughs> are like the worst equipped. Right? They don't fly. They're the only like one of the only birds that can't fly. 
they have these weak little weak little flipper fins that that like don't extend above their shoulders like that right there should Makes tell Andre you his career all the more impressive <laughs> maybe he's just crazy uh <laughs> out kicking his coverage um all right last thing before we get out of here then and and it is a, a relatively short show here because it, it's I, I i run out of stuff to say about this team but it's gonna be really funny if like something insane happens in tonight's game and it just sounds and like we just don't get to no use mind. this yeah yeah we just <laughs> uh lebron likely returns and plays in a fake mustache likely <laughs> the mr magoo mask um <laughs> The likelier scenario here, Frank Vogel is the coach at the end of the season or the field is the coach at the end of the, like somebody else. Oh, God, you did not tell me you were going to ask this. I just want to, I just want to get it. I, I want to get a grip for, for where you're standing on this one. Well, Anthony, all smart betters will tell you that if you get a Always chance to, to take the field in most <laughs> situations, you take the field, you know, Genie technically got a break, like a five hundred thousand dollar break. That probably covered Frank's the second year of Frank's contract, right? So not quite, but <laughs> do you think now, like Genie walks into the, the to the locker rooms, like, hey, LeBron, you know, if you want to just get suspended again, they're like, like the, the accountants are like up in the office, like, wait, that's allowed? That was like, an option. Get, all they have to do is get suspended, and we get to save money. You know, this means that like we were we were basically like eight missed LeBron games with suspension away from keeping Caruso. Like, <laughs> if LeBron was really the team player that everyone tells me he is throughout his entire career, wouldn't he have just gotten suspended eight games to allow the Lakers to keep Caruso? Coming up on Disputed. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Of my show. This is, we already recorded Lakers Lounge. So this was technically the Anthony Irwin show. I am Anthony Irwin. That was Harrison Fagan. Do, you, we do have, I need to give an embarrassing athletic story? I mean, you've been getting. Was it like not? It's my, it's my, I, it's I all my one. doing. It was barely being able to move yesterday after the booster shot. After the day before, <laughs> I was like, like I was telling, I was telling Mia the whole time, I'm like, look, power of positive thinking. Maybe this one won't be as bad as the second one. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta have a positive <laughs> attitude about it and not like, you know, kind of let yourself be so negative and just be like, oh, it's gonna be the worst. And then when she woke up in the morning feeling crappy, I was like, you know, I think I can power through. Like, it's just, you know, it's just power of positive thinking. And then I went to take a nap to feel a little bit better and it took me out i thought i was yeah. gonna have to go to the hospital like i felt horrible when i woke up finally some tylenol fixed it but yeah i basically like had to take a day off or uh, had to take like a half day at work because i took a shot so that that's on my athlete could like barely move that i mean i've i've heard the booster is pretty pretty rough well, we also mixed and matched. So I'm like, oh. I'm collecting them all like the Infinity Stones, uh, which, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've heard the Moderna after the Pfizer, like according to the early studies or whatever, like it gives you more, you know, immunity, but it also gives you, uh, you know, <laughs> really kick my ass. That, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, everybody go get boosted. But um, yeah, that was not a super fun day. Just take Tylenol. It helps. All right. Well, there you have it. Harrison's uh, most embarrassing moment was 24 hours ago. <laughs> I mean, it's my most embarrassing one that I haven't shared yet. Yeah, I have. I, I you know what? I should probably start sharing more of mine. I, I should start like coming story. up with uh, I should start coming up with like worse and worse ones. Eventually, we'll tell my real most embarrassing athletic story on the show and that I like have not told anyone has ever happened to me. Dang. But, you know, tease. 
Well, all right. That's more reason to, to listen to more of the shows that Harrison comes <laughs> on my show. All right. Uh, we have one more show. Uh, Sabrina and I are going to record one more I Love Basketball. There is one more lowdown. Uh, well, I guess two more lowdowns, tonight's and tomorrow's. And then we are into the holiday break. I am taking Thursday off. I am taking Friday off. And I'll be back uh, Sunday to, to record a lowdown for you guys. Uh, to get you guys ready for for the post-holiday uh, bliss, so long as I'm not still like turkey hungover and hungover hungover. Um, until all of that, I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Harrison Fagan. This was the Anthony Irwin Show. We'll talk to you guys in a bit. <laughs>